Welcome to the Amphenol Frontline Podcast, where we share success stories and best practices of Amphenol management throughout the corporation. This episode features Ulrich Troster, General Manager of Amphenol Tuchel in Germany. Ulrich was kind enough to share his very personal story about contracting the COVID-19 virus and how it affected him at home and at work. We talk about the spread of the virus in the business and how Tuchel reacted quickly to stave off any further infections. We also talk about the physical and mental toll this took on him personally, as together we combat the coronavirus pandemic around the world. So how do you think that you initially contracted the coronavirus? It's very difficult to really follow one or two weeks back every step that I took that week. Uh, But what was really remarkable is that every time that I talked to the health administration, they asked me if I have been to any retirement homes. Okay. And so this is one of the hotspots spreading in in, in Germany and also hospitals. And my wife, she was in a hospital in the week before I got sick. On Mm -hmm. Monday, I was fell off the chair, hit with the heads on the tiles in the the kitchen. And he had... uh, he, they went to the hospital. They stayed for two nights to watch him if he have some brain concussion. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, my wife came back and he, we visited my parents. My dad is going to be 80 years old on Saturday. And on Sunday, we came back. On a Monday morning, I felt completely well. Mm-hmm. And then at 5.30 in the, in the evening, I had the feeling that something is a bit changing. And then uh, I finished the last thing I did and I went home at six. And in the evening, I started to get a bad headache and bad, really bad stomach problems. Mm-hmm. So on, on Wednesday, I stayed home. I measured fever in the morning, it was 37 degrees. Mm-hmm. And in the evening, it was 39.5. Oh boy. Okay, this is something strange going on. And then on my, Wednesday morning, again below 37. On Thursday, the whole day, I was I was feeling not good, mm-hmm. but I, I thought like, okay, put lay on the couch and just do some phone calls and that's it. I was not able to write any emails or anything. So on Thursday morning, again, 37. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday evening, 38.5. Wow. Yeah. And then I had the feeling, okay, something is really strange. This I've never experienced before. And then I went to the doctor on a Friday. Mm-hmm. They took, they did the test yeah. and um, I actually had to drive myself to the laboratory because the driver was already gone. <laughs> so I drove to Heilbronn for 45 minutes and back. And on Saturday, the official is like the kind of a police came to my uh, house wow. and, and they informed me officially that my test was positive and that I was not to leave the house unless firearm or medical um, necessity for the next two weeks. Had you been into work that week prior to finding out when the test was? No, no. I, on, on Monday evening, mm-hmm. that was the last time when I really had the feeling something's not good. Mm-hmm. And then I, I didn't go to work since then. Since then, I'm in the home office. Yeah. And, but the problem was that on Monday, I, we had a meeting where we were wearing masks and everything, but we were sitting four people. Yeah. Me plus three others in a quite small room. Mm-hmm. I think that social distancing, so looking backwards, what to do better, mm-hmm. I think we definitely should have used a larger room. 
for that meeting, what we did now also, we removed all the, all half the chairs of all the meeting rooms. We took them out and we wrote like, on the door how many people now. We have maximum four and eight people now per right. meeting room. And this meeting room in the past we used for 18 people. Sure. So we really, and so that we prevent people from really using the room in a, in big uh, in big groups, we took the chairs out um, because they will use it anyway. So to make sure that we, even if we say no, there's always some special occasions. So we to prevent, we took the chairs out, we put them away. And we also, um, benches, we crossed out the middle seat so you can only use left and right seats and so on. So this is really one of the actions we took because of the experience in that room. And in the room was three people and me. And we had our ops meeting with Günther and with Dieter. Yeah. Of the three guys, the guys who were sitting closest to me was negative. And the two other guys, they were positive. So even the closeness doesn't really matter. However, the guy who was negative was never ill in his whole life. Wow. I think he had something with his leg, but he's 36, 37 years old, never one day of sick leave. Mm -hmm. So um, he seems to be very, very stable from, from his immune system. Mm -hmm. So this, but this is, and now looking back, we should have used the bigger room. Yeah, that is really, and we should have uh, uh, perhaps uh, we, we opened the windows, but it seems to be not enough. Yeah, and I felt really bad bringing the virus into the into the company, and now both the guys are really one is back to normal, and the other one is like a couple of days away. So there was no serious things, and there was no no a case after this one, mm -hmm. after these two cases, because. When I realized on a Saturday what's happening, I informed everyone straight away, no one go to work. We put everyone into home office of the administrative staff in mm -hmm. the offices. We took special precautions that we switched to um, IT-based uh, uh, meetings mm -hmm. between production and administration to not endanger our production crew and to keep up uh, uh, the production and to supply to our customers. And this was something which really worked well. Once, even though we had it inside the company, we really, it was only three people. Um, and then after that, there was no, we, I think we did like 25 cases, tests, mm -hmm. 25 tests, and there was no positive case. So ex except for these, for these other two, which, but this was obvious. Once I realized what was going on, I called them and they've already both felt bad. Once you knew that, that you were positive and then the two others were positive as well, did you even more so reinforce the message with the people about really being careful outside of work? Definitely. I mean, what, what I, told, I told everyone, this is a bad thing. Yeah. And I really had strange things happening in my body. And I told, and I, this is my, my advice to everyone, not only in our company and for Norway, private or but to everyone i know my i'm 46 years old so i know my body for 46 years mm -hmm. and strange things were happening i had like permanent cramps for like three or four days wow. i had to take pain relievers in the back and in my um in my leg and i never had this before yeah so there's thing as soon as you have the feeling that something strange is going on pay extra attention yeah, and this is something um, I also and 
as I said, I never experienced this problem before. And it, it took ages, like I, like a week, until I did not have this strange cramp thing in my, in my leg. So as soon as something is weird, be extra careful, stay away from work, get the test done. How is everyone back in the office now? I said, you, you know, I know you said that no one else has had a positive test, but um, is it somewhat back to normal other than the new social social distancing guidelines and, so, you know, so making what, sure conference rooms and all that? Yeah, what we are also doing now is, of course, we have disinfected the complete offices. Right. Oh, completely. Yeah. So there was no one there for two weeks. We disinfected completely. Um, by an external company, we introduced now uh, um, a permanent temperature screening for everyone, mm -hmm. not only for production staff, but for everyone. And we wait for, from AIO, we wait for a fully automated system because um, we also want to test lorry drivers or visitors, people who come from outside, which may not come during the shift mm -hmm. change or in, in, during the regular times. So this is something we are waiting for at the moment. We try in the meantime to do this Someone needs to be called and then he comes and takes the temperature, but it's a complicated process. An automated device would be much better. And um, what we're also doing, uh, we um, have, we use um, bigger sitting groups and out of six, only two people may use these groups. Mm -hmm. So we have at the moment, we start up around approximately 20% attendance time in the office and we plan to go to a 50 and then after the summer holiday, mm -hmm. if there's not a big second wave coming, we would go back to as it was before Corona. That is the plan. Yeah. And in the meantime, I tell everyone, I don't have any uh, uh, sensitive documents lying around. So people should also use my office. Mm -hmm. People, uh, all the managers, I, they told the people when they are not in, Use the, use the offices to use as much space and spread as widely as possible. For me, that is, I don't care who's in my office, honestly. Right. Yeah. If it serves the company and if it makes things safer, that'd be my guest. Yeah, so, and even in my office, two people could sit. One could sit at the meeting desk and the other one could sit at, the, at, at my office desk. So we try to use our resources as good as possible. Well, it certainly sounds like you've learned a lot and made adjustments because of what's happened not only to you but to your your other employees as well so from a business perspective you've certainly it's opened your eyes and you've made changes and i give you all the credit in the world as a general manager for doing that but just you know a final question then just how are you feeling personally as you've gotten over this uh, over the last couple Actually, of weeks I was never in doubt that I can manage. Sure, and, sure. And I feel, but I feel really bad about infecting others. Yeah. And um, this is something uh, really, really bad. The family is coping well. My wife and me. We said last week, Friday, we said it seems to be the first day since everything is normal. After like three weeks, yeah, where the body is, seems to work completely as it was before, and no pain and no distraction. So about me this was never the, and i mean um, adam sent me an email and i had a lot of contact with dave mm -hmm. and dita um, asked me how i'm doing so i really felt strong support from inside the company this is really the, the, the company is really it's, it's like i have the feeling we are really trying to do something good that's the business anyway but it's really about changing what was a bit of problem for us 
was that we um, we moved to a little place one and a half years ago, and one of our neighbors she is really panicking. Mm. And this is really doing on a community level. This can be really a psychological issue, not so much for me, but for my wife, because she's trying to have a strong social network. And people who really get affected should be careful mm-hmm. who they need to tell and who they do not need to tell. That's a great point. So, I mean, tell the people who need to be careful and who were in contact, but don't go and tell everyone what's happening because this might have another psychological effect, which for my wife, stronger affecting her than the physical, mm. than, than the physical situation. And she's doing okay now too? Yeah. No. And our son, amazingly, he's always been negative. Yeah. Well, that's great. And so yeah. he's, he's two years old. He's always, the daughter was positive. You never saw her any, that any was, anything was different. My wife, she's doing good. It's much better now because there's also a lot of neighbors who supported us. We could not leave the house. So you need to some, to have someone to bring you food. Yeah. This was always working. This was really working good, but it's, it's another, another perspective, yeah. which people who are infected with COVID should be uh, watchful about really what they do in the community. Well, Ulrich, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being willing to share this story. I'm sure it's not easy to talk about this, you know, and I can genuinely sense that you you have you feel bad, but at the same time, you know, you took control of the situation as best you could. It seems like you kept a level head on your shoulders, not only for your business but also for you and your family as well. I, I give you all the credit in the world and. You know, I wish you the best of luck and a and a healthy and safe recovery over the next few weeks. Yeah, thank you so much. I was so happy for every negative test. Yeah. People called me and um, that we stopped the spreading. I feel bad bringing it to the company. I feel bad spreading it. But I think that we did not lose one production hour. And we still, even though we work from home and right in the beginning, we put all everyone on laptops and we, we, we created the infrastructure which makes it possible for us today to cope quite good with the situation. And I hope that someone else who is in the same situation as we are, panicking is not the right thing, <laughs> yeah. but take strong and fast action and stop prevent, stop spreading. That is probably the main, the main message in the whole thing. One more thing is, as we said today, wearing masks, keep the distance, really the thing, the basic things and use big rooms that the virus, it is, it is very aggressive, very aggressive. And, and people who thought this is a joke, actually, unfortunately, it's not. I appreciate all your, your excellent advice and, and kind words. And again, all the best to you and the family and Anfinal Tuchel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Chris, have a good time.